Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Life Your Night. It has been a while for me here. I am your host, Rain, joined with Tiffany and a special guest for today, Marvel, coming all the way from the States. So first and foremost, thank you so much for, you know, like coping with the time zones and everything. I know it's real early uh, at the US right now, but how have you been? How's life? I mean, I am A, glad to be here. And life is exciting. Uh, semester just started and obviously it's hectic like usual. But then I'm personally excited for the semester uh, because a lot of exciting things are happening. Nice, nice. So for those of you who are inside the application season or just at least getting ready for it as well, this episode is for you. So today we're going to be talking about choosing out the best universities for you, how to get through your application stress and any other questions that you might have. And Marvel here is from UC Berkeley. So to those planning to apply there or you know to apply through the UC system as well, uh, hopefully he can give you a little insight on this. You know, going to school there, what it's like living in the States. So uh, we, w- why don't we start off with that? Like, uh, what major are you taking and how has it been so far? Yes, yeah, so I'm currently a business major uh, at UC Berkeley and it's been great. I mean, the community of people here um, really works well and I feel like the professors are great. There are People say that there are that, not that many like resources. I say there's plenty of resources you can have take advantage of here so overall i've been kind of loving my time Ooh, yeah. that's cool marvel so berkeley that is like one of the like biggest universities or one of the, the top universities in the states right <laughs> that's so cool marvel honestly inspiration inspiration but okay from all the other universities you know may i ask like what do you think is the most important factor when you're choosing university well okay I, I would say when we're choosing a university there are generally two things and for two separate people you should look for so the number one thing you should look for um if you're going to industry and maybe you don't know what that is but if you're going to like work after a bachelor's or maybe get an mba it's probably like community and culture so like what is the community of people they're like uh you know what what is basically the, the type of friends you're going to meet there, are they friends who are ambitious? Or are they friends who are more chill? And it kind of adapted to you as a person, right? So if you're someone who's more chill, maybe you just want to go for a chiller school. If you're someone who is more like stress tolerant, you can go to Berkeley, like things like that. <laughs> um, and then there's like obviously like culture uh, plays a huge role. Like uh, for example, Berkeley, Berkeley and Stanford, I know has a huge startup culture. So everyone here is just building stuff, build, build, build. Well, maybe other East Coast schools, uh, if you want to go to Ivy Leagues and schools like that, like maybe some of them are less like building and, and more kind of like learning and then going and climbing up into high careers and CEO positions. I think these two things are very important because one thing to keep in mind is the education. Uh, I personally think isn't that different across universities. You know, there's like at some point there's a drop off, right? So it's like, all these top universities, there's a job off in education. But what's important is the community and the type of people you meet there. Second thing is location may be important. Again, this is probably something you should consider because people don't realize how much uh, location affects what your possible career choices are. Like if things are offline, if you want to go to technology, there's no better place than Berkeley and Stanford because you're literally next to Silicon Valley. Um, but if you want to go to maybe other careers, like all these Ivy League schools. So this is often overlooked. People know the first one, but not the second one, just location. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then one last thing that I want to say is 
if you're already thinking of like going to graduate school and going research and all that, A, I, I commend you, you're in high school, but I commend you. Um, and then if, if that's the case, then you probably want to go to more private universities. The reason is because you, you want to take a look at the program, like how high ranking the program are, because your education is really, really important if you do want to go to master's and PhD and uh, research. So, because usually if you want to go to a master's and PhD, you need an advisor, you need to have previous yeah. research positions as an undergraduate and things like that. Wow, thanks, Marvel. Okay, I really like that thing you said about, you know, different schools' culture and how, you know, you adjust towards those cultures as well. So, for Berkeley, you mentioned that they're a lot more stress tolerant. How, how did you adapt to that? Or are you not adapted? But- uh- I mean, when it comes to the stress culture, I think it's known. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it's generally across the board in like other uh, top universities. So I'm not sure if Berkeley is just actually more stressful or people are just much more um, voicing out their opinions here in Berkeley, mm-hmm. like the fact that they're stressed. Um, but that definitely is the kind of, I guess, notion, especially people looking from outside of Berkeley and maybe for some people coming in. Uh, especially for engineering. And then after that, with that being said, how do you cope with it? Uh, I'll say a couple of strategies. One is like time management is very important. So kind of like really properly dividing your time throughout the week, right? Because there are homeworks that just take like five, six hour long, even more. Uh, And then after that, you kind of have to divide that across the time or maybe schedule a one block of time to do that homework. So that's one thing. So time management... And then the second thing is, again, I, I don't cope this with this excellently great. Um, but then the second thing that I do personally is kind of mentally, like I know that Berkeley uh, is stressful and I know that yeah. this is the case. And that kind of makes it easier, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what I like about it here as well, is I feel like in other top universities, like maybe if you go to Harvard, uh, I recently watched this TED talk on like a Harvard student. He literally said that uh, in Harvard, it's like everyone looks like they know what they're doing, but they're actually like depressed side. Uh, you're right. So what I like about Berkeley is they're open that they're like, the courses are hard. Like, I don't know, maybe yeah. it's just my group of friends, but my group of friends is very open about it. Mm-hmm. And that helps a lot because they realize, oh, actually, I'm not the only one who's an idiot that can't figure <laughs> this thing out, right? Uh, personally oh, yeah. for me. I, I agree. That's like the most comforting thing to hear. Like, hey, have you done the assignment? No, I have not. What, what assignment is there? Yeah, right? what assignment? Or it's like, suffer together. do you understand what's going on? No. Those are the most comforting words. If you know someone's like as clueless as you. But I definitely agree, Marvel. Thank you for your advice on that. Because I do believe that community has a very strong influence on how you adapt as well. Because obviously, if you're not adjusted to your social surroundings, you know, it's going to be harder for you to adjust to the school itself. Because I think you need a lot of like social support in getting through education as well. I don't think it's just you as an individual. I think it's like a thing to go through together. So yeah, yeah I definitely yeah, yeah, I do agree with that as well. And like you do mention, right? There, like honestly, a lot of these community aspects, there's like a really big like circle that you have uh, within like Berkeley as well. But do you recall any regrets actually? Ooh, this is interesting. So I personally love it here uh, I think I said that and I like the culture of the classes are hard and I can it's weird because I can almost proudly say that because just Brooklyn has uh, like a reputation for that 
But of course, if I go to like some other university, if I say the courses are hard, maybe people will just think maybe you're just not that smart. Uh, but, but I can I can say that here. It's like the courses are generally hard. So that being said, I personally love it here. Uh, everyone is so talented. Everyone's so passionate. And I'm someone who's very into like startups and like building things and working and learning new things. And that's very much a culture here. Uh, I also like the fact that there's like slight uh, competitiveness here. It's like uh, with everyone. So everyone's collaborative but at the same time. They're weirdly enough, they're like competitive and they're trying to push each other to be better. And people can call it a bit cutthroat. Um, but then I personally like that environment. However, I would say though, uh, if you may be someone who is not so, um, I guess, into that cutthroat environment uh, and maybe prefer more chill life, then maybe Berkeley isn't for you. Like I know one of my friends who is like, who sh- she's currently in Berkeley in business school with me uh, in Haas. And she openly said that if she could afford it, she would have gone to USC and not to UC Berkeley. Uh, and it's because of that like competitive nature that she Whoa. said. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned that you already knew that Berkeley was this cutthroat, like very competitive school, right? So, you know, before you applied to, to Berkeley or as you were applying, how would you describe your experiences before applying to this university? Mm, yeah, so, so a little bit of a disclaimer here. So I, I didn't come in as a freshman, right? I went to college first and then skipped, skipped like a year oh, in yeah. high school. Yeah, okay. and then went to... Uh, Berkeley, but I know a lot of freshmen, and this, the process is very similar. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, I would say. And so, I, I want to ask first: when when you mean experience, do you mean by like extracurriculars, or more of like how I was feeling, like when as I was applying? I guess let's go with extra Let's go with feelings first. Sorry. Okay. Uh, feelings, yes. Uh, definitely a lot of like daydreaming and stress involved. <laughs> uh, so. Please. With stress involved daydreaming. No, no, no. Well, I guess it's, it's daydreaming, comma. Uh, well, <laughs> it's like slash. So it's like, it's like two different states. <laughs> I was like, that's the worst way to daydream a stress induced daydream. No, no, no. But okay, okay, go ahead, Marvel. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like there's love, daydreaming, and stress involved. So okay. it's separate. Okay. <laughs> um, so daydreaming in the part of like, I feel like you really want to get to this school. Like UC Berkeley mm-hmm. was kind of like my, my top choice there. I didn't apply to any other better universities uh, than UCB. And so I was like, wow, uh, I really want to get into the school. And so you start watching like these videos and you start watching like, these campus tours and things like that. And so there's a lot of that. And I feel like if you really have a, a dream school or maybe you have a few target schools, I feel like that's normal. Like people yeah. do do that, uh, even though they may not be as open about it. Uh, and then because of that, well, obviously now you have the weight of expectations, right? Because in your head, you're basically already in the school. It's like, it's like <laughs> because you're already daydreaming about it. Uh, yeah. And so this is where the stress comes in because now you're like, oh my God, like what if I don't mm-hmm. get in? Like things like that. I still remember. Uh, for, so for business school, for Haas, it's a bit different because uh, for freshmen, you have to apply because I know a lot of business majors, there's a lot of business majors who may be listening to this. So for us, you have to come in as a freshman undeclared and then do coursework leading up to preparing you to apply to Haas. And then sophomore year, you can then apply to the business school. So you don't actually directly get admitted to the program. And it's about only 30, maybe 35% of freshmen get into the business school. Uh, so with that being said, 
then that's the process. So my process was I had to apply to the university and then apply to the business school at the same time because I transferred like junior year. And so uh, one of the things that I had to do was obviously fill the essays and then I had to fill the host essays. And then there was an interview portion after that. And so I actually didn't get invited to the interview when everyone else got invited. And so I was very stressed. Like at that time, like a lot of things were happening and I was like, yeah. oh my God, like I have to tell my parents that I'm basically a failure, right? Like everyone who got <laughs> it got an interview. Uh, and so at least that was the case. That was the case because that's what's happening. You're daydreaming of this school all the time mm-hmm. and everyone puts this pressure uh, upon you. And so uh, that's just a stressful time. Luckily, I did get, I ended up getting an interview, but pretty late. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm going through like the application season right now, but I'm not applying to the States. But I do agree, though, Marvel, like, there's a lot of daydreaming involved, and I'm just imagining myself, oh, I'm in this university, but I don't know. And I'm just really stressed that, you know, I'm putting so much pressure on this, like, these two universities, and if I don't get in, my entire life is over, that kind of stress, you know. Yeah. But to quote um, MJ from Spider-Man, wait, I actually don't remember the quote. Wait, but it, was it, like... The- yeah, yeah. Low expect disappointment so you don't get disappointed there we go actually though actually <laughs> but relating to like your experiences earlier so we've talked about like your feelings how you felt like going through it but now let's go through like i don't know like your extracurriculars or you know like any other personal project that you think that would have helped before applying to university as well so yeah, yeah i'll be happy to uh I don't know if this is the standard or um, better or below average from the normal applicant, but I'll just share you what I got, what got me in. So went to college again, had a 4.0. So, so grades wasn't the thing right? because that was like, like, so, so grades were okay. And, and not, you know, people get rejected with a 4.0. Like, to be honest, it's not that hard. And so that's one thing. And then my extracurricular, my ECs, I think really stood out. So uh, I was president of the biggest business club on campus. And by the way, I'm saying this not to brag, but just as a, as a fact thing, so you may so you may want to know. And after I was like area director for um, Toastmasters, so that's like one above the president of my kind of like club uh, in the in the area. And then after that, I had a few internships as well. So uh, kind of like tech internships and things like that on the side. I believe I had two at the time. And then after that, uh, I participated in competitions. Never won like the the number one medal, uh, but then I won like second and third place in like. Uh, national competitions i guess you would say or, or at least state state level competitions yeah so not and these like are these like uh, like business case competitions because i have seen them before like i've participated in one as well but was that what you were talking about yeah yeah so business case competitions oh. or kind of like uh business plan competitions things like that okay no first things off i don't understand how someone can get like oh getting a 4.0 is easy because i generally don't know but Yo, a 4.0 is not 100%. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's pretty much 100%, uh, isn't it? No, no, not, not, it's not 100%. So you have to score like 90% in uh, all your subjects, so in your courses. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get an A, right? So it's not like this continuous thing. It's a threshold. Oh, yeah. Now, in really, like, did you join any, like, summer programs as well? Or, like, do you think... Ah, like- uh, yes. So, actually, I forgot to add one more thing as well. Uh, I felt like... So two things that made me stand out, I'll say. So ECs, and then I'll say essays. Uh, and I feel like people underestimate the... So so here's what universities tell you, right? Like, it's like grades, extracurriculars, and then essays. So here are the three things, right? 
And then people usually say that the essays matter a lot, right? And extracurriculars yeah. matter, but then maybe uh, not not as much. But here's here's my argument as to why extracurriculars actually matters a lot more than people think. That's because these extra this EC you you'll write about in your essays. So if you don't have any experience in your ECs, you don't know what to write for in your essays, and therefore your essays won't be good. This is why it's mm-hmm. very important to have ECs and to actually have experiences, right? Like usually people write in their essays, summer school, like kind of volunteering. If you don't have anything in your EC, you can't write any of that. Uh, and so that's one thing to keep in mind. And I think my my essays were uh, decent. Like I personally think they were decent. People who read it said that they were pretty good. Uh, and so that made me one thing to stand out. Now, that made a transition. Uh, as y'all been talking about in chat, uh, uh, to how our, how our live program will help boost your CV. Uh, and even more so. So here's, here's what I would say. So light personally, uh, as an EC, is good, but I'm going to be frank with you. Like, it's not the best EC you may have there. But here's the thing I want to tell you with light program. I feel like if you're already planning to apply to light and to our program, and you're looking for have experiences you're not looking for extra things to like pad your cv on but rather experiences maybe experiences you can write for in your essays and maybe experiences uh kind of talking and meeting people there um and so i, I would personally like to kind of like advertise that the, the fact that our live program is coming in around like february like mid-february like uh, our application deadline is like february 12 and so if any of y'all do want to apply, if any of y'all want to meet people who are ambitious, maybe have a story for your uh, essays or maybe add something else in your uh, kind of re- resume, meet a lot of people who already have pretty decent resumes and who want to go to like Ivy League universities and top universities. Because again, this community factors matters a lot, right? You get pushed by that mm. uh, with your friends and with the community you have around you. And hopefully make friends that you're, you know, you're friends with for years, two years, three years and beyond, uh, which some of our batch graduates have actually, um, then feel free to kind of join in and apply to uh, our live program. Yes, guys, for sure. I will give you guys a link in the description box and you guys can definitely apply to Light's upcoming spring or summer program. Plug, <laughs> plug. <laughs> Deadline is at February 12th. So guys, if you do see this, just make sure to apply. Make sure to check out the description as well. You yes. can find this in our Instagram as well. So, yep. For Go sure. Ahead. Okay, so back, back towards like the main <laughs> essence of the podcast. Uh, Marvel, you did mention something about essays. And I do remember something that a lot of teachers have told me during school, like especially when we're doing like higher education and we're talking about university applications, they talk about how important it is to be authentic. How true do you think this is? Because, you know, as I was writing my personal statement, I was trying to be authentic, but I was also trying to like exaggerate my life that I was like this model student. <laughs> but yeah, let me know your thoughts. Yeah, um, I think the advice to be authentic obviously comes from your admissions officers. And obviously they'll tell you that. Like obviously they'll tell you to be authentic. It makes their job easier to kind of weed out the ones who are authentically bad. Uh, yeah. And so, and so <laughs> take the advice with a grain of salt, right? See who gives that advice. Uh, so that's one thing to keep in mind. Now, do you mean that you should be unauthentic and then kind of like boast and about things and write essays that are genuine to you? To you? Not at all. So I'll say highlight the things that are authentically you, but then the things that are good, right? 
Don't be one hundred percent authentic because not ev- because everyone who writes essays aren't hundred percent authentic. Everyone uh, exaggerates. You know, the university can only admit a few like percent of people, or at least they, that's like they, they want to keep acceptance rates uh, competitive, right? That's yeah. their their model, and everyone exaggerates their story and kind of exemplify themselves as this model student and so if you don't do it i feel like you'll keep you put yourself in a disadvantage especially considering they want to keep uh, rates low so keep that in mind with that being said do be authentic about your genuine traits i feel like because it's like much easier uh, to write in your essays it flows easier uh you know like like a lot of these good positive things and you feel good about it as well and so that's something to keep in mind and then uh, last thing i want to mention about this point is you can only um, game the system so much as well. And this is this will be recurring as kind of the, the other questions unfold. But then you can only game the system so much, right? Like people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to be authentic. I want to show myself as a model student, like, et cetera, et cetera. And kind of game the system, right? Like game the system. They would just want to optimize for the uh, admissions. And mm-hmm. I think you can only game it so much if, if to some degree, like you're not authentic, like it just shows in your extracurriculars. For example, you won't uh, kind of take up more positions or if you're not really passionate about volunteering, you won't lead projects. You just don't, you're not passionate about it. And it will show. And even in your essays, I, I really believe that it will show. No, for sure. Guys, just to like put it out there for my essay, I did highlight a lot about how light really helped me. So maybe there's another reason for you guys to join the program because light was really helpful in my essays. And I appreciate Marvel for giving me that that opportunity to be able to (laughs) include light into this. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I do think that there's to an extent you can be authentic and to an extent you can like, create this illusion of yourself yeah you gotta like hype yourself up for a bit but then you also mm-hmm. gotta be true to like whatever yep. you're doing yeah now. exactly i'm just saying maybe it's like you're obviously not perfect and they know that so you know <laughs> people will know when it's not you right yeah and i guess exactly. that's that's what's important but i would say i agree with marvel there should be a balance between authenticity and you know giving a little like, false illusion yeah <laughs> And like yeah. honestly, I'm not sure, but I do assume that like writing these essays, it does take a lot of time. Seeing that, oh, you gotta like choose this certain part of your experience to talk about, or you need to like edit it multiple times to you know fit that sort of image that you try to put out. So, what do you think you focus on the most during your process? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it on the head, right? Like you answered yeah. the essays, right? Like that's one oh, thing that okay. during the um during the application period, uh, everything you focus on is your essays because mm-hmm. if you think about it. Most of your application, here's a mind-blowing thought, right? Most of your application is done during application period. Here's why I say that. Your grades are probably already on a trajectory where you can predict where it's going to go, right? So your grades are already predicted. Uh, your ECs, most of them, that's very, very high level. Like, you already know what they're going to be. And so really, what else is there to focus on, right? Maybe you can kind of, like, push it over the edge and push your grade over a certain threshold, push your ECs and try to be passionate in like the last stretch of application period. But if it's already like two, three months before the deadline, like really how much more can you do, right? So yeah. most of your application is already done uh, by a period. And so during the application period, focus on your um, essays. I had a lot of friends review them. And thank God I had a lot of friends who who gone to Berkeley and things like that to review them. So I had like five, six, and I kept on reviewing them, like three, four drafts uh, of the essays. 
And so the, that's probably during the um, application period. That's what I focus on. Uh, and then one more thing I forgot to mention is if, if because you're during the application period, it's already too late for you to kind of make the uh, application make you stand up, right? Especially if you want to go to like this Ivy League universities. Like, I don't know how people get there. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Like, like in this like top universities. But then um, I think grade 10 is a good place to start. Like grade 10 is probably a good place to start to start thinking about it uh, as yeah. to, okay, then what am I passionate about? What projects can I build to make me stand up? Yeah, for sure. I agree. I was a little late in like finding out what I was actually really passionate about. I jumped through a lot of different subjects, a lot of different topics that I was interested in, but I never really found something that I was extremely interested in. But I found that out a little bit late towards like grade 11. And so for all of you who are like worrying about not knowing what to do, I would say honestly that was me but like I got through it and you will too it just takes time and of course I don't know there are some universities that I know of which offer you to take like a liberal arts course and then they'll allow you to like specialize into like one of the departments or you can even move departments if you're actually interested in like technology or something because that's totally different from like liberal arts right but I would say that is that is fine if you don't really know what you're super passionate about but it's always good to have passion, of course. So like Marvel, how, okay, because, you know, like I said, I'm in the application period and I'm very stressed out about the upcoming interviews because, you know, it's like, what if I say something that um, doesn't really align with my essay? Or what if they just think that I'm not an excellent communicator in my interview? And I'm like, I feel a lot of stress, especially with IB, IB. So, like, how did you get through your application stress? How did you relieve it, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I personally didn't relieve it that much. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, like, I, I did experience it, like, a lot. Like, some people literally don't eat. Uh, I'm not that type of person, right? I'm pretty, like, okay and pretty calm mm-hmm. with it, pretty stoic about it. But with that being said, uh, I think one thing to keep in mind is very important. Like, everyone says it. But it's true, right? Like, know that university applications aren't everything. Uh, so whether you get admitted or not, uh, it's fine. Anyways, you can't really change it at this point. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, like how, how much more can you do? You kind of have to kind of leave it uh, to the hands of the universe, the hands of God, whatever you believe in, right? Um, and so with that being said, this is important. University is important, but it's not everything. So mm-hmm. something to keep in mind. And then another thing is life will eventually uh, regress to the mean based on your effort. So what that means is some people just get to good universities because of uh, luck, right? Like they get exposed to certain opportunities very early on and then that kind of snowball affects them into having a very good resume and then they get into good universities, right? Uh, but then eventually, if you, I, I believe that if you work hard enough and maybe you're not exposed to that early on, but later on in life, you will be exposed to that and you're the person who kind of takes advantage of opportunities it will eventually regress to the mean. So within 20, 30 years, I don't think university will matter uh, that much. So something to keep in mind. And then luck also plays a huge role. So Mm -hmm. uh, if you're rejected, like doesn't mean that you're not qualified. Like like, literally this is the statistics of admissions, right? Because if you go to like the top, the the very good universities that are like in the top, uh, you know, 10% of universities and things like that, they reject a lot more people than they admit. And among the pool that got rejected, there's definitely some, uh, I guess, false, like false positives in there. So people who are qualified, but then got rejected simply because of like human error, 
Uh, and so yeah. that's all something to keep in mind. Um, and then obviously spend time with friends and family. Uh, I think that really helps. Yeah, no, honestly, I, I guess I agree though that university really isn't everything and my entire identity doesn't count on the university I get accepted to or whatever. But obviously, you know, when you're thinking about it constantly and being reminded about it, it's like stressful. But yeah, luckily I do have a great support system that does reassure me and remind me that it's fine if I do get rejected. So I'm thankful to my family and my friends. But again, I'm still pretty stressed. But thank you, Marvel. I will take that into mind. I will take what you said into account. Thank you. For sure. And honestly, like, look, if you really think about something constantly, it's really hard to get out of your head, right? Like, I hear, uh, like, a lot of these stories where people just burn out before the application. They try to, like, add their resume by, like, another page or, you know, they try to pull all-nighters constantly to get better grades and everything. Are you, like, for or against this mindset? Because, like, the way I see it, right, mm-hmm. it's almost like pulling, like, like, like all-nighters before your application or, like, doing some last-minute stretch to, like, you know, improve your chances. What, what do you think of this? Like, you support it? Yeah, um, I, I definitely notice people who, like, really optimize for the uni admissions. And they, they literally, like, take on extracurriculars and activities and build projects to put it on their college resume. Like, they're not even passionate about the project itself. Um, I personally, like, <laughs> I personally have something against those people. Like, I don't really like them that much because I do projects that I'm genuinely passionate about. Now, with that being said... Uh, do I not understand them? Yes, I understand them because a lot of pressure, especially from parents, from Asian countries, right, to get into good universities. And another thing is, uh, you know, like your your life basically revolves around university, and after that, your your identity becomes university and things like that. But you know, with all that being said, I personally am against with kind of over optimizing uh, the system. The reason why is not not that you can't make it. Like if you do, but I would say you can only kind of like game the system so much. And again, coming mm-hmm. back to that, like you can really only game the system so much. Like people who get into good unis, like really, really good universities are people who are generally passionate, like about the kind of like things that they do in the project and maybe like actually curious about the grades and things like that. Uh, and, but then maybe they think of universities on the side. So they'll be like, oh, like I have all these good projects going on and I'm passionate about these things and I see my potential and my grades are well, maybe then I should start optimizing uh, for the university. Then maybe then I should kind of like from then on. But they don't start with the goal of like, I want to go to the university first, or at least most of the people that I know get into good universities. I want to get to the university first and then uh, optimize my route from there. Like I'll tell you a story of someone uh, who I met. She's a, she's literally a genius, right? Like she's a MIT undergraduate and now doing a PhD in MIT, which is ridiculous. Uh, like in computer science, ridiculous, right? And she told me, we had a, with a one-on-one call. She told me, she's like, I didn't even know what MIT was till I was like grade 11 until everyone in like these national Olympiads are talking about, which she joined, like, and they're talking about like MIT and I just decided to apply for fun. Uh, and I got in like, like that's like, <laughs> what okay. oh my god yeah. for fun yeah yeah and oh my so god. Um, that... yeah <laughs> and so and so like obviously probably people won't get in that much i feel like that's like you're really really under optimizing for the university these are people who are born gifted but then again that that just means i i don't think you should focus everything uh into university yeah 
Personally though, Raiden, I kind of also disagree with optimizing so much on this on the applications because I feel like, you know, the more you work so hard on it, um, okay, call me like pessimistic or whatever, but like when you get rejected, you're just gonna feel even more crushed than you like all already are because of how much time you work for nothing right exactly so honestly i would say yeah just leave it up to the universe i guess (laughs) yeah i mean i would also add one more thing as well like if you are really really um jet like like ambitious uh and not only for university as well like you you make it like i give this advice someone asked me on like you know i want to get to an ivy league university or ivy or ivy league caliber right like the top Mm -hmm. universities how do I do that? And then, like, my advice, I literally send, send this. It's like, be someone who uh, be someone who doesn't have to rely on the Ivy League brand as your identity. So here's what that means, right? Make stuff and do things that are hard that, like, kind of shines in comparison to the university that you're going to go to. So people who get into good universities, their entire brand becomes a university, right? But if you do things and projects that are generally hard and your identity revolves around them, uh, university will be almost like something extra on your resume, uh, but your your identity is really mostly your projects that you built and things that you've accomplished. And so be that person because uh, A, that makes you stand out so much more, I feel like, in the university application because, oh my God, you're doing all these generally hard things and are unique. And then B, if you do end up rejected, it will really hurt that much because it'll be just, uh, be just like, oh, okay, like that's that's it. But then I still have all these other things that is revolved around my, my identity as a person. That was, that was really insightful. Thanks, Marvel. Thank you. So, you know, because you are in a university in the U.S. and I'm sure if someone in the audience is planning to apply to the U.S., could you maybe share us a few tips that could improve the application process? I mean, you've said so much already, but... If you have any more Marvel's insights, Marvel's advice, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a catchy name, but I can't. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, improve application process. I, if you're in grade 10, like coming into grade 10 or maybe right now in grade 10, like that's a great place to start uh, to think about the university and see how you can align your passions and projects to what the universities would look like. Uh, kind of think of it in a side. And then... After that, focus on your strengths. That's important because if you're not focusing on your strengths and you're following what everyone else is doing, uh, then I don't think you'll be the best of the best. And if you do want to be into a good university, in um, top university, they do look for the best of the best. So they look for the results that are like outliers. So maybe you're not good at leadership. So everyone is starting their own NGOs these days. Like, I don't know what's happening, right? But then maybe you're not like great at leadership, but then you're really good at maths, right? Then Kev, I would recommend like focusing on math Olympiads rather than like NGOs. Like don't feel pressured to start that. Um, focus on your strengths. And then second thing is uh, do things that you're passionate about. Again, this helps into being the best of the best in that field uh, and having those outliers, uh, outlier results. And then three is again, work on hard problems on that field. And I'll mention this a bit later on as well. But then what I mean by that is like, don't, don't limit yourself into... Uh, obviously you have to prove yourself at some point that you can do these things. But then uh, with that being said, when it means like work on hard problems on that field, field, it means don't be limited by what everyone else is doing. So for example, everyone, again, let's do the NGO example. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing an NGO. Like, okay, uh, do a harder problem than that. Like start a business yeah. or do something that's unique. 
like from an NGO perspective, like Light the Swarm, those things are that's very unique. You know, you never see these NGOs around. Like I don't even call it the NGO at this point. Uh, so work on hard problems makes you stand out as well. I definitely do agree with that. I think it's very important to work on all your strengths. And so I think it's a great, it should, it, it's like a great start to, you know, start working on knowing your strengths because that's going to help you a lot with your application processes, right? Exactly. And like after that, like you're going to get like these, like a bunch of stories going through it, you know, like talking about your process, talking about how passionate you are with everything. So honestly, it's, it's pretty much a win-win. And even if you don't get in, then, well, I suppose life goes on, right? Yeah. Well, you can't really base much on that, but yeah. And with that last question, I'd say that covers about it for this episode. So yep, thank you guys so much for staying here with us to the end. Uh, we do hope that there's a, got a lot of insight from this. And any last words, guys? Yes. One more thing that I yeah. think is very important Let's that go. I had to like stop Raiden in the middle of closing this podcast, right? This is very important. So everything I just talked about, I feel like it's for extremely ambitious students. And I know like people get pressured about it. Right? Like maybe if you're not particularly ambitious, maybe you don't have a great resume. Maybe your grades aren't like top, you know, 1% and you're not the valedictorian of a class, right? It's it's difficult to listen to this and you're like, damn, I'm a like monkey out here, right? Like, geez. <laughs> like, and, and with that being said, <laughs> here's, here's how I know. Because I was that person. Uh, back in like back in high school, right? I didn't particularly have great good grades. I'll, I'll attribute that to like the community and the school that I was a, a part of. But with that being said, you don't really have to be ambitious. Here's my hypothesis, right? You don't have to be ambitious or join a good university. I feel like a lot of the pressure on joining a good rep, uh, university is really societal pressure, yeah. right? It's not really you want to go into the university, right? Maybe if you were to choose, I feel like most people will choose a, a chiller, like enjoy life, type of like university and things like that. And you don't have to be very ambitious as a person. So if you really think about that uh, and internalize it, then I guess my last advice is if you just want to relax, have like, like enjoy life. And that's completely fine. You don't have to go to a good university. You don't have to do a lot of these things. And I feel like that's just a good uh, recipe for having a good life. Like it's completely okay. I, thank you, Marvel. Thank you. I definitely agree with Marvel. Like, ignore that social pressure to get into like all the top universities. It's fine. You can settle for less. That is all right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's not settling for less, but like, you know what like, I mean? It's, it's doing what you want, right? It's Instead doing, of doing like exactly. what everyone else wants. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot better. Yeah. And if it helps, like, just find that right community. Honestly, I find that community really helps a lot in anything. So, going back to the light program, join the light program so you'll find your community. (laughs) Thank you, Marvel. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we hope Marvel and our entire discussion maybe gave you a little bit of help into your application season. And we hope to see you in another episode. Thank you, Marvel. Thank you, Raiden. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, everyone. Thank you so much.